Hello, hello, lovelies, and welcome back to Love Life with Court. As always, I'm your host, Courtney Irving, and if this is your first time tuning in, well, here's a big welcome. I have something so exciting to tell you guys. I have officially launched LLWC merch, which is available on my website, www.lovelifewithcourt.com, and you can also find the link on any of my bios on my social media platforms. All of the merch stems from quirky things that I say during my episodes and spreading love and positivity to others. So go check it out if you're interested. And yeah, I'm so, so, so excited to be sharing it with everyone. And I can't wait to see all of them peeps repping my merch. Today, we are going to be talking about five common mistakes when setting New Year's resolutions. We are now a few weeks into the new year, and this is the time where people start to give up. And we don't want that. Typically, research suggests that most people give up eight days into their New Year's resolution, and we don't want that here. We want to cultivate a space where we can succeed, and I want to give you the resources to do just that. So without further ado, let's just dive right in. Number one is setting unrealistic goals. While it's great to aim high, setting unattainable objectives can lead to frustration and discouragement, and when setting goals, we should be specific, we should make them measurable, and ensure that they align with our values, our interests, and essentially just our long-term objectives. And we really need to break it down. And I talk a lot about this in my episode, Taking the Stairs to Reaching Our Dreams. I think that's what it's called. Something about stairs. But breaking it down into incremental goal setting. When we start the new year off, I think a lot of us are like, let's go. I'm going to, this is going to be my year. I'm going to do everything that I said I was going to do all year and I didn't get done. And although that's great and it's awesome to set a high bar for yourself, what happens is we set these unrealistic goals and then we just give up and we're not anywhere, we're not ahead on anything and if anything our self-esteem just feels a lot worse because we did not reach the goals we wanted to initially when the new year started. So things we can do to avoid setting unrealistic goals and setting those realistic goals is creating incremental goal setting and I'll just summarize it for you is essentially when we set a goal our current goal should never be our end goal. For example, you want to lose 50 pounds in 2024. Well, your first goal should not be, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Your first goal should be, I'm going to lose five pounds, or I'm going to eat healthy six days out of the seven days of the week, or I'm going to cut out this type of food. You get what I'm trying to say, is that we should start all of our goals with 10, five or 10 mini goals in that big goal. And by doing this, we feel more achievements throughout. We feel inspired to keep going. And also by writing it down, it makes them more tangible and it helps us reinforce our commitment. When we are noticing that we are getting ahead on our goals and reaching all those little steps to get there, we're not taking the elevator, we're not taking the escalator, we are enjoying every single step that we are taking along the way, we feel more committed, we have more of an attachment because we've already made it so far. Hand in hand to what I'm talking about is number two, which is too many resolutions. When we set our intentions for the new year, we could have a lot. 
you know, I'm saying I'm going to make my first million dollars this year. I'm going to stay consistent with my health and that is it. Last year, I had triple that, probably quadruple that. I wanted to lose more weight. I wanted to be the healthiest I've ever been. I wanted to stay consistent with exercise. I wanted to quit my nine to five. I wanted to start something crazy and ambitious and follow my dreams. And yes, I got a few of those done, but mentally wise, I was not where I wanted to be. I felt like I was drowning all the time. I felt like I wasn't succeeding and I was super down on myself in terms of self-esteem because I had all these resolutions and I wasn't able to focus on what I coin as my three buckets. We should always just have three buckets going. And those three buckets resemble our greatest achievements that we want to achieve. And for example, right now, my three buckets are my podcast, my health, and spending quality time with those that I love. With my podcast, we can always branch it out. I have my social media content. With my health, I have my mental and my physical health. And with my spending more time with the ones I love, I have spending more time with my family, spending more time with my spouse, and just enjoying time, slowing down. So it's okay to have different things in those buckets, but you should only have three priorities that you're staying focused on. And once that bucket's full, because the whole purpose of this metaphorical having those three buckets is that when you have that cup of water at the start of your day, and that resembles what you're able to get done each day, the energy you're able to give out, when you're able to take that cup and split it into thirds instead of 20s, you're going to see those buckets filling up much faster. I have a whole episode on this. Go and check it out. It's probably in my first five episodes, I'd say. Figure out what you want to do, three things that you want to do, and cut having too many resolutions. It's more effective to focus on a few goals or even just one than spreading yourself thin and just giving up entirely. And that ties in with number three, which is all or nothing thinking. Perfectionism can hinder our progress, baby. I promise you I am a the face of perfectionism. I used to be so much that I'm not going to put it out if it's not perfect. I'm not going to do this if I can't do it perfectly. And if I knew I couldn't do it perfectly, I wouldn't even try doing that. And that hindered me from so many opportunities where I could have succeeded just because I had that all or nothing thinking. And if you have a setback or miss a day, I myself used to view it as failure, but don't view it as a total failure. Learn from the experience and continue working towards your goal because 20 days of progress minus one, you're still ahead. If you've been consistent for five days, 10 days, 20 days, and you have one off day, you are still five, 10, 15, 20 days ahead than if you did nothing. So don't let that one day hinder all the progress you've done. And with that, focus on the progress then not the setbacks. Looking at how far you came than if you've never made it at all. And that ties in with practicing self-compassion. Try not to be so hard on yourself and understand that the person you were a year ago wanted to be where you are right now so badly. And practicing self-compassion will allow you to make more progress on your goals because you'll understand that 
It doesn't need to be that all or nothing thinking. You don't need to be perfect every single day. Having that one day where it's off or you have a setback does not ruin all of the progress you've made. Number four, lack of accountability. So without external accountability, it's easier to abandon your goals. So set clear expectations for yourself from the get-go and continue to do that. Refine the goals if you need to, but don't just give up. And having someone like an accountability partner or implementing consequences or reinforcements once you meet your goals or if you don't meet your goals will allow you to stay consistent and accountable. And a lot of people you'll see when they lose the weight they wanted to lose, they'll reward themselves with something. I personally say give yourself that reward from the get-go because then you because then you're also aligning with that manifestation aspect of it. But essentially just be more accountable, okay? Number five is neglecting self-care. Focusing solely on external goals without considering self-care can lead to burnout and hindering all of the progress that you've made up until today. So prioritizing your mental and emotional well-being is so, so crucial. And what I like to say is doing less is more. That is the sentence of the year for me 2024 doing less is more i last year i was on such a spiritual high progress high success high that i just wanted to do everything i wanted to be the healthiest i could ever be i wanted to be the most successful person i could be the most accomplished person i can be and by setting out all those goals for myself i was not getting anywhere until i really learned that slowing down and Focusing on my priorities and that is it got me so much more further ahead than thinking that I can take on the world. And that ties into everything that I was talking about with setting those unrealistic goals, having too many resolutions, and that all or nothing thinking. So if you are sticking with your intention so far or if you are just getting off that wagon of that new year high and you're thinking about giving up on those intentions you set for yourself at the beginning of the year, take these tips, go home if you're not already home, sit on your couch, take your journal out and write down what your goals are specifically. Get rid of that all or nothing thinking. Make those goals into three buckets. Just focus on three things or even one. If right now you're like, I have so many things going on, I just want to give up. Figure out one thing that you want to do that you want to stay consistent with and that you want to achieve for 2024. And it can be as small as having breakfast every morning or taking a shower every day. If it's in terms of your mental health and you're just having troubles with even getting out of bed, making it so, so small that it's ridiculous not to achieve. So again, I'll summarize five common mistakes when setting New Year's resolutions, setting unrealistic goals, having too many resolutions, that all or nothing thinking, lack of accountability, and neglecting self-care. Self-care, 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 baby. Figure out what you need to do for yourself. Go home, write it down, and I promise you that we can do this, okay? I'm here for you. Anything that you need, hit me up on any of my social media platforms. I would love to talk more about how we can get you back on track. And if you're on track right now, but you just need a good pep talk, girl, I got you. Hit me up. I'm here for you. That was today's episode. I hope you all had the most amazing day and thank you for tuning in. And as always, don't forget to not only be kind to others, but also to yourself. Until next week, I love you all.